Officially, I'm in charge, but we're an elite team composed of lone wolves, nerds, elantes, marginalised heretics and enemies of the academic bureaucracy. Yes, this is a science fiction rating system. That statement is not true. I'm not in charge. Uh, I'm in charge this week, though, uh, because it's my pick uh, from our 2016... uh, uh, The gates are open on 2016. We're allowed to review as many films as we want from there because of our five-year rule. And uh, my choice this week was Shin Godzilla. Uh, And I'm joined... uh, My name's Alex Humphrey, and I'm joined by Sam Draper. Hey, Sam. Hi, Alex. Uh, I watch the sub and not the dub, so can you please do your quote in Japanese, please, at the start? Oh, okay. Mm. (laughs) I mean, I don't want to. I would, but I don't really want to. You want to show off? All right, okay. Yeah, I'm not going to show. I can speak fluent Japanese, but... um... Oh, no, I'll do it uh, as the character Kyoko and Patterson. Oh, right. (laughs) Don't do that. Don't do that. We'll get cancelled if you do that. (laughs) (laughs) Let's not get cancelled. Uh, anyway, uh, yes, and also by Chris Redding. Hey, Chris. How's it going? Yeah, not bad, thank you. Um, yeah, good. Um, we're here again. So last week we did our first 2016 pick, and that was uh, by Chris. That was Rogue One. And now on to wonderful our second movie. one, which was the wonderful Rogue One, which didn't go high enough in the, the list in the no, end. No, it um, not. Uh, but yeah, we're here with Shin Godzilla. Now, we've reviewed quite a few Godzilla films, haven't we? So far, we've got Two? the original yeah. and yeah, we've the original and we've done the Gareth Edwards. Oh, I thought yeah. we'd done more than that. No, I think we've only done two. Just the two, um, I think. Yeah. Yes. So uh, Shin Godzilla. This is from Wikipedia. Uh, it's the thirty-first instalment in the Godzilla franchise. The 29th produced by Toho. It's Toho's third reboot of the franchise. And the first film in the fran- franchise's rewire period. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Uh, it's also the first Toho-produced Godzilla film in 12 years since 2004's Godzilla Final Wars. Which we should which definitely we, watch. Yeah, me and Sam watched that a lot in Canada. It's, it's fucking brilliant. It's, it's brilliant. Uh, in the film, politicians struggle with bureaucrac- bureaucratic red tape in order to deal with the sudden appearance of a giant monster that evolves whenever it is attacked. That's a very... That's Wikipedia's capsule... That's pretty much sums up the whole film. I mean, I'm not yeah, saying that's yeah. it, but... Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. So why are you both obsessed with Godzilla? Just love it. I've always loved Godzilla. I don't no, know I don't why. Really. I don't know yeah. why. Happened in my mid-teens. Never, yeah. never touched me at all, Godzilla. At it all. used to show them late on Channel 4, I think. And that's why I encountered them. Is that right, Alex? Do you remember that at mm, all? It sounds familiar. Yeah, mm. I don't know why. I, I mean, I just... I do like horror... I quite like, with Godzilla, there are so many films now that you kind of, if you're in the mood for something stupid, something serious, something gritty, old, new, 80s, 90s, that you can pretty much get a Godzilla film that will fit into whatever mood you're in, I would say. Don't you think? Also, the VHSs were dirt cheap. That's why, like, Godzilla vs. Megalon, Mechagodzilla, and I think Destroy Monsters, it was like three for five pounds, something like that, so I'd watch as a lot. Mm. Right. When I was young yeah. for financial reasons, probably. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, yeah, as we say, this is a, Godzilla is a phenomenon. Um, it's and the it baked been... beans of, of film, basically. I, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, it's... It... It's not really that well known over here. Still, I don't think the, actual, the, the Japanese ones, I don't think they're that... Yeah, no, I agree. I mean, it's, it's, it's iconic. Yeah, everyone knows the character, but not everyone's seen the film, have they, really, I don't think. That's... No. No. Well, I mean, and it, it is Matthew still Broderick very. Brought it to well, the that one, yeah. 
Yeah, it's still very Japanese. I mean, although we've had, yeah, yeah. Emrex, Godzilla, um, and we also have had the Gareth Edwards, and then the um, King of the Monsters, is it? Is that what yeah. it's called? The second yeah. one. And then we're gearing up to Godzilla King Kong, which should be on the TV or something, shouldn't it? Isn't I that think so, going? over the summer, yeah. Over the summer. And that's. I mean, that, I mean, how is that going to look any good on the TV? <laughs> I mean, the reason, because I think, all right, I'm going to rant a little bit. The reason I like King of the Monsters, and I know no one else does, but I saw it on a flipping huge screen in the Odeon Leicester Square. I mean, the screen was so big, and I think that's one of the reasons I liked so much, because it was so big and loud. Epic. Mm. Yeah, it was epic, and that's how a Godzilla film should be. And I can't imagine watching King Kong versus Godzilla on a TV. I will say, Wonder Woman 84 was a bloody awful film and incredibly awful film that I was very surprised of what it was but it did look very good I got the 4k oh, okay. one and it did look very nice so you you bought HBO for a week <laughs> and you <laughs> I'm, I'm in, just Amer- asking I'm how in America you... HBO Max oh, yeah. in America you've, you've broken oh, the no travel oh laws. dear <laughs> <laughs> I bet this gets cut out, Alex. All right, okay. I have to come clean. I don't yeah. like to say, and I don't like to say on air, but just people know Hollywood are very into the podcast, and we do get sent yeah, 4K screeners true. of everything. So that's just that's what true. happens. Okay. Mm. Yeah, that's true. No travel, no pirating. Mine must have got lost on. in the post. Yeah. Oh, hey, hey. Good segue. <laughs> yeah. Talking of 4K, hmm. uh, we've got for the first time ever on the podcast oh, yeah, yeah. a giveaway. Uh, a competition Ooh. for our listeners. Elysium's out on 4K Ultra, uh, and you can win yourself a copy. All you need to do is just a giveaway. There's no hard question. All you need to do is leave a review for us on iTunes, uh, a positive one. Oh, I don't know, it's a negative one, whatever. Just leave you a say review. Say what you like. Say what you like. <laughs> because what? you know what? You we put... say what we like. Say what you like. We're not going to read it out. Yeah, we like... say what we like. <laughs> we yeah. choose who wins. So just think yeah, about that yeah. when you're writing your review. Oh, oh, it God, can be anything. It can be art. Just yeah. think of it as art. Yeah, okay. We say what we like. So say what you like about the podcast. But yeah, yeah. just email us. Do we have to, they have to email us when they've sent the review? Yes, please. Okay. Anyway. Science anyway. at com. Yes, thank you. Anyway, back to Shin Godzilla. Or hit so. me up on Facebook or whatever, you know. Not me, I'm in the podcast. Just message <laughs> message, message any of our messaging what? things to what go. What are you hey, trying to run here? At rating, sci-fi rating. At, yeah, that's the one. At sci-fi yeah. rating. Or, or directly email Sam. Some or reason. just send me, yeah. <laughs> Sam Draper. Oh, yeah. Don't, don't, don't give the full out. email. Okay. <laughs> Probably anyway. guess it. <laughs> it's not the most complicated of emails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Back to the beginning of Shin Godzilla. Anyway, Shin Godzilla. So, yeah, there haven't been a Godzilla film for a long time. Um, and I don't know. I mean, there, isn't this... They did some deal, didn't they, where they licensed it to Legendary and they can't release a film when Legendary released they can't, a film? Yeah, they can't release in the same calendar year as each other. But I, I think that deal has actually expired now. I think as Not of good. last year it's expired. But they retired good. it because um, it, it got too silly, basically, Godzilla. And so Final Wars, they said... We're going away for at least a decade. We're not going to make mm. any because we've just gone too far with it. And so if anyone at home has seen Final Wars, <laughs> the, the total difference between that film and this film, it's like yeah, absolutely worlds apart. So yeah. Final yeah. Wars, Chris, in that film, there's like different Godzillas and they have the, the Emmerich Godzilla in it and the real Godzilla beats up Emmerich Godzilla. It's brilliant. Oh, right. Yeah, it's, yeah really good. it's a great film. Anyway. Uh, so Shin Godzilla, uh, and it's called Shin Godzilla because Shin 
has lots of different meanings in Japanese. It can mean new or true or god. god so it's yeah. a bit of a cryptic, uh, cryptic. Pretty cool title, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Well, yeah. I read that these two guys that directed this are making Shin Ultraman. So uh, they're right obviously then. doing their own take on. You can just put Shin on the front of anything. It's like it's like a Star Wars story, isn't Shin it? Shin Superman. Like Shin Superman. Why not? That'd yeah. be brilliant. A Japanese Superman. Um, anyway, so the good thing about Shin Godzilla is it throws you straight into the action, and basically we start off with this kind of found footage style camera Shin, work. Shin Shin Shinder's list. Shin Shinder's list. <laughs> Shin Shin. Maybe. Shin Shin. Shin Shin Shinee. Sorry. Um, it's okay. So start off with found footage style camera work, and there's basically this huge explosion, um, and you've got like this horrible, like this uh, amazing shot of a tunnel with all this weird mud flooding flooding into it, and then just like it's kind of like it kind of opens as a modern disaster film. It's very reminiscent of the start of a lot of those, isn't it? Yeah, that was yeah. the kind of vibes. Very Cloverfield. Um, mm. Very Cloverfield, and in fact, I was really glad we watched Cloverfield before this. Yes, because. Um, like, I think this is, I'm going to say it, this is a lot better than Cloverfield, but it's interesting to have the comparison. Hmm. Um, and what this story, basically, the, the main, like I said in the Wikipedia uh, synopsis, the main driver of this is story is that we have these government departments, all these like people, all these different departments, all these different heads, and it's their reaction to this uh, disaster, isn't it? Yeah. It's kind of like the thick of it, or like West Wing. <laughs> It's but, it's because, but with Godzilla. It's very much like that, really. Um, yeah. The 54 one, obviously, is about the nuclear fallout after the World War, isn't it? And so this one is about Japanese bureaucracy during, like, this, the tsunami and the, uh, you know, the earthquake. What was the earthquake? I don't comment that was. Fujikama incident? The food, the f- uh, well, when the nuclear saying. reactor went funny, isn't yeah, it? Because yeah, of the tsunami yeah. stuff yeah. like Fukushima. that. Fukushima disaster, yes, that's thank it. you. Yeah, that's it. And I'm not sure if this is true, but I read, and obviously I can't verify it, that nearly all of the dialogue is taken from actual what was said in, like, depositions oh, wow. by government people about that incident, like how they reacted to it in terms of the, the things they said about the... Hmm. the that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Well, quite early on, we kind of see the star, if there is a star of the film, it's uh, Rando Yaguchi... Um, and he's a deputy chief cabinet secretary, um, and he's uh, he's the first person who basically says, "I think it's a giant monster," and everyone just goes, "Nah, don't don't, don't be an idiot, <laughs> shut up, it's not." And then, literally, isn't it the next scene you see the tail come out of the yeah. water, which is brilliant. I mean, I did appreciate that this film doesn't muck around; it, it knows what you want to see, it knows that you know it's Godzilla, it knows that you know what Godzilla films are like, and it kind of just gets going, doesn't it? I mean, that's just classic, like, disaster movie stuff, though, isn't it? You've yeah. got to have someone who says, oh, it's happening, it's going to happen, and everyone's ignoring. It but gets going a bit, but then it also does yeah. kind of have that ramping, sort of like, holding mm. back the orgasm of them going around and around the meeting rooms and getting you up to theater yeah. pitch before they do release Godzilla out. And Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true, yeah. I mean, as a fan of the procedural, Chris, were you uh, were you behind Godzilla? Did, did you could you see that element in this film? Or were I you... could. Now I was watching the subs as well. I'm not oh, a great good. I'm not a great reader. <laughs> you 
don't read good. That's I don't read good. Right. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I was loving it basically. Yeah. I I watched the subs and the subs weren't the best subs I've ever seen. I have to say they were a bit confusing sometimes. Oh right. Um, my subbed version, but um, you still but you got the gist of it, didn't you? Mm. Did you, yeah. Chris? Yeah. I'm glad you watched the sub, Chris, because I watched a bit of the dub uh, as research because when I was googling this, apparently they only released it in dub originally in, in America, and oh. people complaining going, "How could you do this?" And I put the dub on, and it is it is truly like. Well, I think Absolutely I awful. I think I put the dub on first actually and it was quite bad so I called it off yeah really bad um, yeah um, so yeah as, as, as Sam said there's quite a lot of just back and forth different meeting rooms tons of characters they all seem to get introduced with like titles of what their jobs are their departments yeah. and I like, stuff I like that it, was, it reminded me of the Martian mm. <laughs> yeah 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 it was like the Martian um, it's good like how that you've got satire in just the title cards, haven't you? Like the way they keep going to it. You know when they go back to the bit when they... It's a bit half through the film, but they go like, oh, to the young lad who's the hero, you're now in charge of this new, um, you know, task force or whatever. Task force. And yeah. then his name is like three lines across the, the, the screen. That's like ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, the, yeah. the levels of bureaucracy yeah. they've got to at that point. It's really good. Um, they realise it's a monster and they get these biologists in who just don't have any clue, don't they? That's a funny scene. Um, and then, um, but then you have a, this woman who's another one of the kind of key characters and um, there's a great bit when um, they're talking about the monster and they just go, oh no, it's not going to be able to stand up. Like there's no way, it's, its legs will just crush its body or something. Yeah, it can't and get out she's, of water. Yeah, she's the only one who kind of says, oh no, again, she's a bit like, no, I think that, it, it, you know, I think it probably can do that. Uh, but again, they don't believe her. Um, and then you kind of, like I say, as Sam said, it kind of teases. There's this great shot of um, the spine it going down the river and just the mm. boats just smashing and stuff. That's a really good shot. Which is, if you've seen the footage of the tsunami, like that is pretty much exactly mm. what it looked like. Those stuff, it's terrifying when you watch the, the YouTube clips of the, of the tsunami. And that is exactly how it looked. Yeah. It's very on the nose that they're doing the Saturday. Have we lost Chris? Yeah, it's Chris No, I'm, I'm here. Oh, your face frozen. is frozen. Oh, have I? Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I think this is interesting because it's the first time I've seen a Godzilla movie where they show, like, an aquatic form of it. Mm. And then, yeah. like, an evolution. Yeah, it was a different Godzilla from what you'd seen, what yeah. we've seen in these other films, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, definitely. I um, like how, as well, they really lean into the fact that, okay, it's maybe not a man in suit anymore, but he still is a man in a suit. Like, how ridiculous his eyes are and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. I think it's more like a man with a, like, a puppet. It, well, I tell like, you it's a motion rig, isn't it, I think? It's a motion uh, rig. I've got it written down. Oh, it looks like a hand puppet to me. It might be. It, uh, oh, yeah, because doing that sort of, like, wobbling like that, isn't yeah. it? Okay. Hand going, yeah. It's the only Japanese live-action Godzilla movie in which the monster was realised almost completely through CGI, mm. abandoning the traditional animation. Uh, they deliberately made the skin, was deliberately made to look like rubber, as opposed to animal skin. Right. The movements were performed via motion capture by a guy in a suit who had a 10-kilo weight strapped to his strap behind him. But um, basically, it did. when they tried to do it in the suit, it didn't really work so well. So then they just kind of like, they used digital effects to put it on afterwards. So he, he I guess his movements were, some of the movements were motion capture, as it were, but he's not in that yeah. area, as he were. So, um, yeah, so captured his performance and then put it all on. Um, but, yeah. Um, 
one thing about the man in the suit thing, which I think is interesting, which I didn't realise till I think when I was researching for the last Godzilla one we did, the like you know how he looks so ridiculous to us, mm. and they in this one they still go that ridiculous sort of version of him. Yeah, and apparently it's because Japan everything is so symbolic and that way over there, like he's like the monster is a, is a symbol for something else, and that is such yeah. an ex, like accepted way of doing art that. Yeah. You know, it has to look like this so they know, oh, it's it's a symbolic thing rather than a real creature. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? That's Which is a weird way of thinking about it, isn't it? Because you, you always think, oh, they're just a bit of shit. But no, they're shit on purpose yeah. so you get the symbolism of it. You know what no, because I, mean? I have to say, when I saw, when you see it kind of wriggling down the road like that, it's pretty horrible. But its eyes it's just, just eyes are so stupid, aren't they? Yeah. really stupid. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, that's clever. It's not Godzilla. This is going to be like... <laughs> Like the Gareth Ebbett ones, this is the first monster, and then Godzilla will yeah. come and fight this monster. But that isn't what it is at all. As Chris said, it's it, it, it Godzilla evolves through certain like levels, basically. Um, so that's interesting you say that because yeah, to a Western audience, that first thing looks like a lifeless puppet, and it's it looks like one of those open. Um, those like the kite things they have, don't they, going on the street? Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, or, or like a yeah, it does look like a hand. I mean, like you say, it does almost look like a hand. Hmm. But there was like a thing with the, in Hollywood in the nineties where they just made everything look like a real creature. So like the Emmerich Godzilla looks like yeah. it could be a real yeah. creature in how it moves and yeah. works. And same with the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park, right? Yeah, yeah. The um, once the monsters on land, uh, the uh, government, the prime minister looks a bit stupid because he says, it, "Wait, he says something." Doesn't he say it can't go on land and it's on land? And they yeah. basically roll out the uh, Japanese, the Japan Self Defense Force, which is the military, which haven't been put in action since World War Two. They say in this film, which I'm assuming is still the case. Um, well, they're not real, are the SDF? Isn't that just the, the, yeah, real, yeah. the oh, JS? The JSDF is real, yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought it was just the invention of the of film. No, 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 it, no. I wondered that, but no, it, they are they're they're all the military put together. They've got some they? pretty good kit, actually. <clears throat> it's like all American, but better. They're the they're the fifth most powerful military as of yeah. twenty twenty. So there you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you get all these amazing like attack helicopters, and just like you suddenly see all these military people being involved in the in the proceedings, throwing their weight in, and uh, yeah, as as. As uh, Chris said, Godzilla kind of rears up and goes through this first. It just looks stupid in that phase. Like, is yeah, yeah, it's better once he evolves to having a proper head and a little arms and Mm. the more. I I think the Godzilla. I don't like this Godzilla look at all. The only time he looks good to me is in the night shots when he's lit up with the the red on his Mm. back. I don't. I don't like his little arms. I think his tail's too big. His tail is big, but is that something to do with the end? You well, know, that's that's stupid as well. But yeah, that, the end, the end. Is well, no, no, the very, the very, very end with what's in the end of the tail is good, but when it's firing yeah. stuff out of the tail is a bit silly. No, I, I think, didn't really. like that thing at the end of the tail. It was stupid. It didn't make any no. sort of zoological sense. <clears throat> yeah. No, uh, I read. I've got written here. Toho was initially reluctant to give Godzilla multiple forms, but changed their minds when Bandai stepped in and said that they could sell more toys and collectibles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, that makes uh, sense. You know, it's not all, uh, you know, just to show you, it's always like that in filmmaking. I, I was in Tokyo um, and this came out and can vouch for the fact that there was an absolute shit ton of merchandise for this film, like everywhere. Even in, we went to the council building because yeah. uh, there's something you could look at in there. And even in there, there's an entire like office just built out with Godzilla uh, wow. merch. And How did you not just buy all of it? 
I bought as much as I could bring back. I bought a lot. Oh, really? Okay, good. <laughs> from the shop. Yeah. If people want to see Sam's uh, pictures uh, from his Jap- Japan visit during so the... I put some know, up. Put some up, yeah. I think people would like to see you with uh, with <laughs> looking extremely excited next to a bunch yeah. of Godzillas, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyway, they attack... Well, no, they bought the first attack, don't they? Because this little old man's crossing the road, which is a bit silly. Um, but... The Quite monster silly. starts moving and goes back into the water. And then there's this brilliant cut and you get this most ridiculous, like, early morning jazz music. And, like, oh, the yeah, city, yeah. like, going back to normal. And everyone's like... Duh, 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 duh. Yeah. It reminds me, you know, in Community, that really bad bit of jazz they play in Community. <laughs> yeah. It's like that. Um, but the point is that the creature's gone and the normal life is resumed. And it seems silly at the time, but when I thought about it, that is actually pretty much how... The world works well again Giant... I, I think that is based on what happened is that like they had like an early warning about yeah. things going wrong and it didn't happen the way they thought it would and so they just thought forget about it don't, don't worry about it yeah they just carry, they just yeah. go back to yeah. normal didn't they yeah um yeah and then uh, there's that great shot where he goes to uh yaguchi goes to the what, it, what the kind of the area where he destroyed and he yeah. like pr- he prays because you just see all this crazy and they say oh that's what it did in two hours um but i think it, uh, I do think they do a really good job in making it feel as real as it can. Yeah, I think so. You know, I think they really... That's why I, mean, I think it's interesting about the symbology thing, because the rest of it looks so good. I think, I think the military stuff looks great. I think it's shot really yeah. nicely. I think the effects on the, the cars in the in the water and oh, yeah. stuff, it looks yeah. really good. Especially for it's Japanese just a monster, stuff. yeah, that doesn't look... Yeah. It looks unreal, yeah. Mm. Uh, anyway, then, uh, because they don't know what to do, this is when they form that team, which is made up of Yaguchi and also the woman who uh, knows that he's going to get up on its legs. And uh, so then you have this kind of crazy team of, like, nerds and kind of, like, weirdos and military people, and they start researching into um, Godzilla and what to do about it and kind of, like, everything, isn't it? They're pretty much... They're the kind of... They're, where they're putting their money into, isn't it? About what they're like, like the in the core. This is the group that um, Aaron Eckhart puts together, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. It's yes. that equivalent. It's like yes. the A team of yeah. That. Yeah. I like the guy with a towel around his neck <laughs> at all times. Yes. But there's quite a lot of characters. But in this film, you don't really need to know who everyone is, do you? No, no. it does. It's not really important, which I think is. It's what room they're in. It's important, isn't it? It becomes yeah. like, are they in that room, or are they in the prime minister's room, or yeah. are they in the US airplane? Yeah, thing, you know. Yeah, and you pick up quite quickly who are the kind of because uh, it's Yaguchi's. Yeah, and Yaguchi's boss is a bit of a snake, isn't he? He's a bit yeah. like he's kind of in the new in the president's new president's ear later on and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so then the next kind of big character turns up, who is the American liaison, who is Kyoko Ann Patterson. And she speaks quite a lot of English, doesn't she, in this film? Yeah. And it's not always as successful as it should be. Um, Isn't this really weird? Yeah. And I didn't really get why she was even speaking English. Like, not to the Japanese people, I mean. Yeah, like, were they expecting this to be a crossover hit in America or something? I don't know what the... I don't know. I don't mind the scenes in America and stuff like that, because there are a few of those, but I didn't really understand why when she's in Japan she speaks. Yeah, I mean, they quite often have an American military presence in the Godzilla films, and they will talk a little bit of it, but there was so much of it, and as you say, from that character. And also, Mm. like, bits when, you know, when she'd talk with the other 
the main Japanese guy, and they both yeah. talk in English, wouldn't they? Yeah. yeah. I, I yeah. suspect there's probably something going on with the like the registered language and stuff like that. We just don't understand because of like yeah. how Japan. I mean, I read that as she that. was in. She was kind of shocked when she saw how much English she had to do because she's not an American. She is a Japanese actress. So I think she was a bit like... <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, this bit of the plot I was a bit confused by and I had to go and look up the, the plot, the explanation of Godzilla. Did, every, every, did you get this first time, Chris, or did you understand this? Or... I was with it, I think. You, but okay. There was a lot well, of stuff I'm willing from? to just like let... Yeah, like Let slide, I think. Yeah, how how it's kind of how Godzilla existed. I was a bit kind of confused yeah. by. I that, know they Sam. always try and work in nuclear shit into it somehow. Yeah. Right. Isn't it? You... The, isn't it the Goro Goro Maki? Whatever is it, Goro Maki? Yeah. He's, yeah. He purposely is feeding it the nuclear waste to get back at Japan. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He's a disgraced, vermintly anti-nuclear zoolo- zoology professor. Yeah, uh, who was studying mutations caused by radioactive containment, and he theorized the the creation of this creature, but no one believed him. Yeah. So, and and because they were dumping radiation in the water, and some like ancient ancient life or ancient like aquatic life form ate this and turned into kind of a anti because it's it it feeds on the radiation but it's also immune to radiation isn't it yeah yeah as well um yeah and the basically the very opening scene is a yacht an abandoned yacht and that is this doctor's yacht and he's left these paper this paperwork which is kind of the key to unlocking godzilla's dna is that that was kind of it wasn't it yeah i mean that thing research yeah, yeah. And it's kind of... So then you get this idea that the US and Japan are interested in Godzilla mm-hmm. and they want to kind of work together. And I thought that was... It's interesting, but also I was kind of seeing, is this a, an analogy for the films themselves? Mm. The idea that the U, the Americans want to make Godzilla films and the Japanese want to make Godzilla films, but ultimately... Mm. What the films say is Godzilla's Japanese and the mm. Americans can just butt out unless they're going to help. They might as well just get out of here. Could be that. Yeah. It's also as though like it is like post-war Japan being oh, yeah. basically yeah. America's bitch, isn't it? American. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, definitely. Um, so the gang work out that uh, it went back in the water because it evolved, and it's a radio. It's like a. Um, they're the vents. The cuts on the side are vents, and because it's a nuclear reactor, it needs to cool down. What did you think of that, Chris? You're the science guy. Does that no, make I mean, sense? This is why I never really hooked into Godzilla from day one. Yeah. Because it's kind of garbage <clears throat> in terms okay. of like science. Okay. Um so I would never found, I haven't never had much interest in it okay. ever. Okay. Fair enough. So science is garbage here, is that what you're saying? The science is garbage here. The science but, is garbage. I mean, I do like when it comes to like them dropping bombs and blowing stuff up and like the war type of thing, I can watch that because that's quite easy to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Um, luckily, that happens because he comes back to the island. And it's good because it's kind of the same structure, isn't it, as the original Godzilla in that there's yeah. an attack and then he goes yeah. and then there's a second attack. And on the second attack, you've got like helicopters. You see those Pretty tanks. amazing, like that. Yeah. Like no, the, it, it looks and really good. The city good, looks like it? it might be like cartoon, but... Live action, it's weird. Like it's really well done. 
Yeah, it looks it's amazing. got a very distinctive look about it. Definitely. Yeah, no, I thought it looked great. I think it, it helps with the 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 direction of it because it's so shaky cam and stuff like that. Mm. You can't focus long enough to work out which bits are real and which bits are CG and stuff. Mm. Especially yeah. with when the, the explosions happened, it looks great. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So there's a kind of all out kind of fight, isn't there? In Godzilla, um, is that he does his? Doesn't he do his? Does he do his blast then? He does his naughty beam thing. Yeah, right. he does I his beams, so the mouth thing, and he does beams out of his back, and he's yeah. got a tail Takes beam. Takes out the bummers. Oh, you know that yeah. wide shot when it pulls back, and he, his tail's all lit up, and he's like set yeah. the floor on fire, and all that flames billow out. That's an yeah. incredible shot. Yeah. Yes, really I beautiful. Agree. And that's kind of like, I, that's like him, that's like the end of the bureaucracy in a way, isn't it? Like, it's like chopping the film in two, and it's more after it, but like, yeah. it kind of it stops, Prime Minister dies, and it's yeah. like Godzilla like going, right, that's... Japan's bullshit stop. You know, this is yeah. that's the Godzilla stepping in. I, yeah. I love that. I, I watched that about four times, kept rolling back. So I think it just looks so beautiful, that wide bit with his, mm. you know, this big like plates he's got on his back. Oh. There's a lot of really, really good long shots and very long, long shots as well. That's, that's like, when it looks best, you know, the, the, the yeah. model at distance. Yeah. That's when the tail and stuff makes sense because it's like in silhouette. It looks quite... Yeah. Dramatic. No. It's up close when you see his little piggly arms. And yeah, stuff. It's a yeah. Bit, when he goes to like beam out of his mouth and he's like <clears throat> chopping buildings in half and stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. quite good. Yeah, yeah. I love how that, like how like that is so. Yeah, he can't control it as well. The way that is, you mm. know, like he kind of because yeah. his mouth splits in at the bottom and he's oh, sort yes. of like yeah. he's just all over the shop. He can't really work out. Yeah, it's mm. oh, brilliant. Yeah, so the Prime Minister dies. Uh, they need to evacuate the whole thing. As Chris said, they get the Americans involved and the Americans bring these. Brilliant stealth bombers, which B two bomber. Where yeah, and I read that they. I think they mentioned they're part of the same group that historically is basically the group that bombed um, Nagasaki and stuff. Basically, so it's even bigger reference of like. Right. You know. uh, so yeah, so then the bombers come and drop those. That looks amazing because they drop them kind of literally right into his back, don't they? Um, and you get that. You just see that huge explosion and Tokyo on fire, and That's him great. just like in the fire. I love that American lines on the first one goes and they go he got the first bummer come round for a revenge attack or whatever and they come round again <laughs> and he just fires the lasers up and just blows them all up in the sky it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and loads of people are dead basically at this point and why are they using really a is... B2 bummer though like it's not the most it's not the best weapon to use in that scenario I wouldn't thought maybe it's just what America sent isn't it it's not like it's believe... no I mean they're it's sort of like a radar Quite an iconic radar invisibility. invisibility. Quite an iconic looking plane, isn't it? It's better using like a B 52, you could be able to drop lots, lots more. They'll know next time. I'd say. Mm. Yeah. Maybe they thought that he got radar and they were trying to go in stealth. Maybe. Yeah. Stealth him. Yeah. Maybe. Um, So, yeah, loads of people are dead. Yaguchi's team is pretty much the only team trying to find an option to this. And we find out that the world has basically decided the only way to stop the threat of Godzilla is to nuke Japan. Um, and America are completely behind this. That's what they want to do. Well, they'll be uh, using America's nukes, I assume. Yes. China and Russia are behind this plan as well. They want uh, they want Godzilla sorted as quickly as possible. Um, so then it becomes, yeah, I mean, it very obviously becomes about what, you know, about the war and stuff like that. And it's... Um, it's interesting, though, 
because they say don't they that they that they think the next evolution of Godzilla is going to fly, don't they? They say that as yeah. to why America get interested because they because the American people in the room aren't, and the guy with the towel goes like, oh well, yeah, if we follow this evolution, the next thing is going to fly, and the guy's going to fly to the West yeah. Coast of America, and they walk out and all go like, well, the only options are nuke. We've got a nuke, and we just got yeah. a nuke. Him. I love that scene. <laughs> <laughs> not saying that. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I mean. It- <laughs> But it's just like they're just moving towards. I mean, obviously, because this is this is a the diversion here from the original Godzilla. Obviously, in the original Godzilla, that they were never going to do that in the original one, were they? No, no. They're always looking into just how to get rid of it, aren't they? Um, but I think it's interesting to have. I mean, it, it's playing out on a world stage, which well, it sets up a good. It would. It's clever because you know you, you've got to. You're half through the film, you've got to show in Godzilla, so you've done that. So what do you do for the rest of the film? And they start that ticking clock of, we've got two weeks until they're going to drop yeah. a bomb. Basically, it's a clever idea for how to build up to that last sort of yeah. thing, isn't yeah. it? And I thought, that, and I think the idea of their alternative as well is something quite unique for... I've not seen that before, the idea of, you know, the freezing it. Thing, freezing so. him, yeah. So they want to drop in this uh, weird... They want to basically, like... Um, it's a coagulant, isn't it, that will freeze his blood on the inside. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they're basically, yeah, as like you say, there's a rush between them trying to work out his DNA and how to make this thing and all that, and then the, the kind of countdown ticking, and obviously internationally people kind of wanting to keep, to push the, the bombs. And then you suddenly find out, I think that the, the character of Anne, she's kind of... She, the Americans kind of threaten her a bit, don't they? And they're like, oh, well, if you want to be the president, you know, you should just stick with us. (laughs) But she leaks the information to France or someone who then is against the bombing as well. So it kind of delays it a bit, which is a bit, I mean, I don't know, whatever. Don't you think that's that's funny when they're going like, oh, you won't be the president of Japan by 40 or whatever. And I was thinking, this is the... This is the four Godzillas down the line when it's gone to crap again, and she's the president of, of America. And that, that other guy's a promise to Japan, they're in like a super force going around. Yeah. Godzilla yeah. Um, but yeah, luckily, they, uh, with the help of some German computers, that was that's random. funny. That's a, that's a random <laughs> aside. Uh, they work out uh, how to make this stuff. That seems so funny it. as well because they get, it's just like three people at a table. Yeah. The one guy's like, nine, 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 we cannot help them. No, definitely not. And the one's yeah. like, what are you talking about? We've got to help them. Yeah, the end. And then, that's it. And then you see, then you see <laughs> a close-up of like a big computer. It's just like that Martian scene where the Chinese decide to help. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's and to you... do with the financing of the film, isn't it? Well, it's yes, I think so. Germans yes. put some money yeah. into this, maybe. Yeah, you just see a big close-up of a big bank of computers, don't you? Like, yes, and then they're all yeah. running around like we've worked out, we've worked out. Uh, I love as well yeah. how they. You know, every scene they always put the little title card on, don't they? Like every every yeah. every room they go into, they tell you what room it is, and even that thing they're like uh, supercomputer center or whatever. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. So then we basically we enact the plan, which is called Operation Yashuri, uh, and it's got a lot of phases. Phase one's distraction with trains. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Which is pretty cool. That's pretty cool. It's a train spotter. <laughs> Yeah. Phase two is that drones drop bombs all over him, so he uses up his radiation, isn't it, to yeah. blast Yeah, that's quite a cool that. plan. That's a good plan. Oh, it's a good plan. No, it's a great plan. Phase three is fixed explosions that basically drop buildings onto Godzilla. Phase four is remote missiles, which bury him under buildings. And then phase five is these insane cranes that pump the coagulant, basically, down his throat. Such a cool um, look, isn't it? Like dentistry yeah. with a bunch of cranes. It's really... But it is, it is different, like you say, the idea yeah. is different, and it's a different, like, 
vis- visually it looks different to what you think you're going to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, and then basically they just keep increasing the dose, and yeah, they do it. That's it. They uh, everyone's. It's quite good how shocked everyone is that it works <laughs> as well. They're all yeah, I mean, like, it's a, it's a rando plan, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I like how fast it you know it like doesn't work doesn't work doesn't work it's worked just like yeah. instantly just like work. <laughs> um, and then kind of that's the end the end end they also figure is... out they can rebuild Tokyo quite easily well they, they do radi- talk about that radiation isn't that uh, yeah, the, yeah the radiation has a short life which is nice uh, and they're going to rebuild uh, oh is that a really cool line where she goes you know on the roof at the end she's like you know, you've frozen him, but as soon as he unfreezes, there's like 3,000 seconds left on the timer and then the nukes will fall. Oh, yeah. I thought that was a really clever yeah. idea as well. Of like, They're not, they're not going to yeah. make a sequel if they had the idea that, like, you know, if he comes back to life, you've got literally minutes yeah. until the nukes drop, which is quite a cool... Humanity must thing. coexist with Godzilla. Put him in the middle of a desert and then just let him thaw out and then nuke him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you see... I think just go up to him with lots of little, like, knives and just, like, slice him up very slowly. And as we said about the tail, the final shot is this amazing long shot where he's staring at Godzilla in the distance. And then we just see a kind of close-up on Godzilla and a close-up on his tail. And then out the end of his tail are these really weird, mucked-up things. Yeah. Now, I wrote down, is it supposed to be like... I was like, oh, is this some kind of artistic image of the twisted bodies of an atom bomb? destruction yeah that's what but it seems to be theorized right exactly chris they're the next the skeletal humanoid figures are the next evolution of they look like alien don't they yeah so what would be pumping out alien but i don't know what what i think about that i'm not really very happy i think that as an idea i just think it's mad it's like i i thought it was what you said i thought it was that like trying implying that like it's like the Dead bodies of like Hiroshima or something like that, but I guess Chris's one make, makes more sense. What? But then that's really, I mean, that's really Cloverfield, isn't it? If it's dropping off all these little bits yeah. of it, little creep. Anyway, um, don't yeah. they show it one bit? Actually, they go. Don't they go into like a subway or something? They show. Oh, I don't like, know. Like he's like he's like crap's leaking down. They go like oh, it might evolve like bits that have fallen off the oh, roof I, or something. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the film was a massive, massive, massive success. Mm. So successful that they've replaced the Godzilla uh, statue of the Heisei Godzilla with this Godzilla because it made so much money. Which is tragic Um, because that Godzilla is incredible. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what I think about that, but (coughs) yeah. So, yeah. So this was absolutely massive. And I mean, as we said, they can't. They can't make. They they had this deal where they couldn't make any films when the American ones were coming out. But they did release those three uh, animated films. Animated you said ones, one yeah. one of them was good and two of them were bad, didn't you? First say? one was really good. Second one was kind of alright. Third one was rubbish. Yeah, but yeah, I think I read as well that that deal might be done. Uh, so yeah, so the next Godzilla would be. Well, they said guess, they're going to. They're doing a world. Aren't they? They're doing like a a cinematic universe, aren't they? They said they're not going to do Shin Godzilla, Shin Godzilla two. And this world is done with now. They're going to reboot it again, and they're going to oh, reboot it with the idea of having like a Mothra film and a Godzilla film, all these films that sort of. But I mean, as a standalone, just to to watch the original Godzilla and then to watch Shin Godzilla and see them both as Japan's it's kind it's of Japan's need. yeah Japan's kind of answer to what's going on right now and its history and everything. Yeah. They're pretty bang on. I mean, it, it's an amazing update, isn't it? I think so. Yeah. 
What did we all think ultimately, Chris? What was your thoughts? I thought it was pop- it was a uh, up to date, m- better Godzilla than what I've seen before. Mm. I think I thought it was like quite creative in like yeah. what it was was the design of it, and um, I do like the the sort of the military uh, the way they told it, like how it was yeah. very procedural and. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I enjoyed it. Hmm, good, Sam. Uh, yeah, I really like it. Uh, I don't think it's as good as the original Godzilla, and I've got, I've got a problem with how he looks. I don't like what he looks like. Mm. Um, but that's more the thing is, it's weird. Like the first time I watched it, I didn't really like it. I, I thought it was too much procedural, and I thought it wasn't of Godzilla. Mm. But yeah. I think that's because I was just I wanted more Godzilla, and watching it again. I was more, you know, now I knew what to expect. I was more with it. And also, as I mentioned to you, Alex, um, offline, it's a really weirdly uh, good satire of COVID, like of the coronavirus yeah. thing. And what's happening now in the government and their inaction, yeah. things like that, and sort of ignoring it until it comes back and bites you on the arse. Yeah. It's kind of like, a, like the first half of the film is just, it could could have been made this month about the Tory government for the last year, couldn't it? It's such a yeah. spot on satire of like the problem of bureaucracy and uh, yeah, you know, yeah. and so and just it, being behind a... everything and everyone's just making it up as they go along. No one has any real clue, do they? They're not listening yeah, just to the more people, committees, but... more committees. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. And I think that, I mean that's a good thing with a film. If a film can be that already, like it's transferred to a different thing already. It's that that's really yeah. clever. So yeah, no, I. Um, as I say, I, like I just said, I think, like you said, Alex, you could watch this and the first Godzilla, and that's all you really need, you know. Yeah. And they're, but they're both really, really, really good films. Yeah, no, definitely. And also, the soundtrack is amazing. I love the soundtrack. There's so many. Oh, good also, when they bring the back the original theme as well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Oh. And they use other bits of music from other films, don't they, in it? Like, there's there's the... Neon Genesis, Genesis Evangelion stuff in it, isn't there? Yeah, it's all over the place. But I love that. I really like that. Whenever you see the, the strike team, that kind of like march, that kind of dum dum that kind of march music, I really like that. Um, no, no I it's, bloody... it's all about the ba 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 When that comes back in, I was like, Anyway, sorry, Alex, what did you think? No, no, no. I really, really enjoyed it. I thought it was brilliant. And I think, I agree, it's not as good as the first, the real. Godzilla, the first Godzilla, but it, I think it's definitely, I think it's definitely, I think it should definitely be up there on our list. Now, Gareth Edwards' Godzilla is at 103. Way better than that. Yes, but uh, the original 50s Godzilla is at 23. So I don't think it's as good as, as the original Godzilla, but I do think it should be quite, I mean, I think it should be on there. Um, I think it's, I think it's clever like you say, that they they did update it. They kept that it's so much like the original Godzilla, but modern. Yeah, it's a re- it's a really clever way of doing it. There's loads of social media bits. Actually, I didn't mention that. There's loads of footage from people's cameras, aren't there? There's they talk about oh, someone on Twitter's. There's all these videos on YouTube of the monster. Like we need someone to put the telly on, and it, it it's very it, it yeah. feels very real. Like, un- like a, an understanding that the satire has got to have moved on from what the satire yeah. was in the fifties. And understanding yeah. how does that move on into lots of boardrooms and lots of title cards, stuff like that. But, but still it's to a, be so respectful as well. I mean, it's still a respectful yeah. film. It doesn't it doesn't just trash the idea of Godzilla. It takes Godzilla, it takes the idea seriously. Yeah. And the idea is stupid. It's ridiculous. As as Chris said, the science of the idea is, is trash. Yeah. But it does take it seriously, and that's kind of the power mm. of it. Exactly. Um, so what were we going to say? So I think... 
I'm going to say straight off the bat here, Rogue One is at number 43. It's better than Rogue One. <laughs> well, but I was just... Well, is, is, what do you reckon, Chris? Where do you, yeah, where do you think Rogue. it should be, Chris? not better than Rogue One at all. Um, <laughs> this is... Um, let me have a look. Let me see what I've got here. What would, how about Sam? What, what number are you saying, then? I would say... Probably not much higher than Rogue One. I'd probably say... 40, 41, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, I would say that's about right. I'd put it in like the 68. Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim? No, Uh, it's way better than Pacific Rim. Something like that, yeah. A film that completely misunderstands what you... You know, the social commentary of having big big monsters and things. Yeah, yeah, somewhere around Pacific Rim. (laughs) I feel this is kind of... Again, this feels very old-fashioned. This feels like a revenge revenge (laughs) ranking. We've gone stick really old there. school. Stick it down there. Yeah. Send it down. How is Pacific yeah. Rim so high up that list? Did you, I really did you, did you like that. I like Pacific oh, okay. Rim, but I don't mm. think it's a good film, but I do really enjoy it. Um, yeah, I'm with you, Sam. Sorry, I think, yeah, 40s. Um, it's I mean, got a, yeah. It's not as good as Capricorn 1, which I think is kind of, in a weird no. way, you could compare these films a little bit in a kind of about politics, and isn't it? About the kind of the... So it's... So yeah, I mean, I, yeah, I'm on the forties here as well, and so. I'm willing to accept that. Obviously, there's a bit of personal bias in the fact that you know, if Godzilla was real, I'd probably marry him. So, <laughs> you know, yeah, that's why how about that's really weighted it in a particular yeah. yeah way. So you're saying like sixty, aren't you, Chris? And we're saying forty. So we should we go? Somewhere in the around what fifty, about like um, well, no, two was the same forty, so you've got to wait it. Yeah, higher. like something like forty-eight, forty-eight. Oh no, 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 something like that. I think it's Come good, on, good it's number. better than good number. I do really like Tron Legacy, Snowpiercer. It's forty-nine. Forty-nine. What about by the host? Forty. Yeah. Five. Yeah. Okay, I'd accept that. Okay, so under the 45. host or above the host? Above the host. Above the host, okay. Hmm. Brilliant. Loved it. Godzilla 2016. There we go. Uh, not directed by Gary Edwards. Idiakiano, who uh, he created Neon Genesis Evangelion, didn't he? Evangelion. Yeah. yeah, no, he hadn't done very much. I was quite impressed to see that he got he did that with not you know do very much. No offence to him, but... Um, but yes, yeah, so there a, we are. Sorry, he was an animator for years, wasn't he? He, he worked oh, on yeah. uh, Nausicaa, Valley of the Wind, and all that Ghibli sort of stuff. But it's a very accomplished live-action film for someone who hadn't done that much live-action stuff, Ooh, I mean. Yes, I forgot to mention that he he did a thing for a museum um, called, like... Oh, I wrote it down somewhere. It was, of course, like God, God Creature Attacks Tokyo or something, and it was like a special effects showcase he made for Studio Ghibli... In a museum, you can watch it on Vimeo, and it's like basically a technology test. Of this film, it's like very much oh, like okay. this film oh, with cool. a different creature in it, which is quite interesting oh, to see cool. them do. So, we've obviously planned it for a few years. Yeah, well, um, I think uh, we've got have we got something from the post bag, uh, which we found out was it's overflowing. Stuffed. It's stuffed, <laughs> uh, right? So, should we go with the harsh one? Let's go with the harsh one, shall we? Yeah, get it over with, get the harsh one over with. This is Brandy. Um, I won't say second name so that, so that our legion of fans don't go and attack them. <laughs> yeah, it's mob rule. 
Marvel yeah. all around here. Guys, I love the podcast. I start from the beginning. Though I skip moves I'm not interested in, so I'm a cheater. I mean, that is cheating. Yeah, it is cheating. Um, I was listening to the June episode, driving up into the mountains, and I started yelling at the stereo in geeky rage, <laughs> rage at how poor the background on the characters, the houses, and the... I'm going to say it's wrong just to annoy this person again. The Benny Gesserit was. That's not how you, that's not how you say that. Uh, maybe... Next time, double check a wiki, even if you feel like you read them recently. And then uh, also, Sam, you should really read the last two books in the series. You really should, Sam. Book four usually stops most people in their tracks since it's pretty boring. Mm, Okay. I think, isn't book four the best one? Ooh, controversial. Um, I think the three. Uh, Hang on, sorry, I finished reading, I've got sidetracked. Uh, Book four usually stops most people in the tracks and it's pretty boring. By the way, the movie was pretty shit except for the production design, even though Lynch doesn't make the most of it. There Which, you go. You know, we can agree with that. It wasn't really I would, good. I would, I know Brandy might not listen to it, but I would point uh, Brandy towards our Michael uh, Ironside interview because he's obsessed with June and mm. he talks quite a lot about June in that. So I know, she, you know, I, don't know, I know they don't want to listen to stuff they don't like, but <laughs> give that a listen. You never know. So we, we like, you know, say what you like. We'll read it out, as it were. It can be against us, for us. We don't mind, do we? I'm just fine. Well, I mean, if they've got the time to write in, I mean, mm-hmm. might as well. Yeah. No, God yeah. Emperor's fourth book's God Emperor of June. That's the best one. Oh, okay. That wasn't boring. That book was amazing. That was the, that was the best book of the ones I read. And then I tried reading the fifth one. It was so boring, I didn't bother. <laughs> Okay. Sorry, I disagree, Brandy. Sorry. Okay. Well, anyway, Brandy, you know what you can do? You can Start leave your own a fucking ref- podcast. That wasn't what I was going to say. I was going to say, <laughs> you can leave a review on iTunes and maybe even win a copy of Elysium on 4K. Are you uh, willing to post worldwide? Is that what we're saying? What? It, uh, oh, where, where's Brandy from? Well, drive up to the mountains. I'm guessing American. Could be Scotland. Most of our listeners are American. Well, anyway, Brandy... You buy, uh, maybe Elysium is out at a different time other than February the 8th in your country. I don't know. But anyway, just join in anyway. Join in the competition for the fun of it. I will not be posting worldwide, but um, <laughs> UK, UK entrance only. But, you know, give it a go. Who knows? Oh, maybe dear. I'll uh, find some extra stamps in my, uh, in my lockdown cabinet. Um, yeah. Anyway, next week is, a, is the last of our 2016 films. Uh, and that is what, Sam? Uh, the Fifth Wave. The Fifth Wave, a film no one's ever heard of. What a pedestrian title as well. I mean, yeah. just want to fall I mean, asleep. It, it, you picked it because we'd never heard of it, and it was yeah. quite a big budget film. And it, so you're right, we should have we should do it because I've never heard of it. And the week after that, you can look forward to Elysium to celebrate the 4K release of Elysium. Ooh, I will do. Yeah, we will be doing Elysium. Uh, anything else we've got coming up? We've got more posts because we've got loads of posts, but not right now. Um, yeah. Can you not read a good one? No, stretch them out. Stretch them out. Yeah. No, I'll read a good one. All right. Okay. This is Two Bit Coder. Hi, Two Bit Coder. Oh yeah. Hi, fellas. Hi. Very, very entertaining episode. I've got no idea what episode he's referring to. <laughs> oh, oh, so, oh, hang on. Sorry, the Star Wars holiday special. Yes. Oh, recent, oh, recent. Yeah. Yeah. Thank oh, you. Right, this is quite interesting. I was six years old when I saw it on TV, and it was the only thing we had for a year since the Star Wars film. Even at age six, I could tell it was off, but I didn't care because seeing the characters again was absolutely wonderful and exciting. So obviously this was not meant for adults. And the next year rolled around and we still did not have anything else from George Lucas. And I was sad that this did not air again. 
Although by 1979, oh. the toys were in full production, and I had a few good ones, so that made up for it. Well, there's an on-the-ground report from yeah, 1979. Wow. That's interesting. He must be loving his life now with all the Star Wars out there. Yeah. yeah. I guess it shows you that it did its job in that there were children who were like, I want who more were fine Star with Wars, it. and they just were fine <laughs> with it. Yeah, so, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, thanks oh. for that two-bit coda. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks for enjoying the episode. And yeah, anyway, uh, as we said, uh, yeah, review us and contact us. Email Sam directly if you want. Yeah, get in the mailbag next week. Uh, Get in the mailbag and and join us. uh, Look at us on the socials. Not that we do much, but um, they exist. Um, We've got an interview coming up on a social cup Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do a bit bit posting. Do you? Yeah. (laughs) What? (laughs) What? When do you do stuff? I did a post... Um, I did a post last month. <laughs> on post what? On, I, I, I just do Instagram, like, just... Oh, OK, cool. Post. Thank you. Was it promoting your bit Twitter? Film? Yeah, promote, it's all promoting myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, Hold on a minute. You did a post on Instagram promoting yourself? It was just saying, oh, Unreason got signed to a production company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I saw just, it. Like, yeah, I retweeted mean, his own bloody tweet. Yeah, yeah that's great. I'm not saying that's not good, but it's it's not really doing the social, is it? Yeah, no, but, you know it's. <laughs> um, Alex, just before we go, we are actually, this is the week of that interview. So you just want to mention, point people towards your Scott Atkins interview. Oh yeah, so yeah, Scott Atkins uh, interview me interviewing Scott Atkins, who's I mean he's done a lot of martial arts stuff, been in some great films. Uh, but his new film uh, is called Max Cloud. It's like a sci-fi comedy uh, adventure film. It's all sorts of things. It's kind of like Jumanji, uh, but not. Uh, it's good. It's good fun, actually. It's a good fun film. But anyway, I uh, spoke to Scott uh, while he was in his car, and we talked about all sorts of things, from sci-fi to martial arts to Jean-Claude Van Damme to him being in one of the best sequels of all time ever made, which we <laughs> might do on this podcast at some point. Um, yeah, all sorts of stuff. So yeah, check that out. It's a good interview. Uh, yeah, he's quite—he's a funny guy. He, he talks about Mandalorian. He talks about anything actually. Mm. We chatted until the sun went down. I could see shadows cast across him as he sat in his car. And the police told him to move along. Police told him to move along from the labour. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was great. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, look out for that interview uh, coming Bro. soon as a special. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. Um, so is that it? Is that it? Are we, I think we at so the right. end. Big yeah. admin lot there. Big admin, yeah. People love the admin. Anyway, so that's it. We'll see you for Fifth Wave next week. Uh, so it's goodbye from me. Uh, it's goodbye from Sam. Bye-bye. And it's goodbye from Chris. Bye-bye. <laughs>